You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and I had the, I have to say, thrill and pleasure of reading book recently, The Woman Outside My Door by Rachel Ryan, and it's Rachel's debut novel. And um, if you want to kind of have an unsettling feeling uh, that you're there kind of feeling uncomfortable but want to find out what's coming next, and you have to turn the page to find out, then you're in for a fantastic read because the woman outside my door does that. And it has left me uh, right through the book. It left me wondering, uh, yeah, that that's the way it is, or is it that? And I was questioning and doubting um, and right up to the very end. And I have to say, it is a brilliant first novel, and Rachel is here with me from Dublin. Rachel, thanks a million for taking time, and it's a real pleasure and honour to have a chat with you. Hi, Austin. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Now, The Woman Outside My Door, and I I don't want to... Anywhere where we're having a chat here, we're not going to give away any secrets, because people have to read the book to get the secrets and there's lots of them in there lots of them <laughs> but it's a psychological thriller yes yeah um it's it's quite hard to discuss in some ways as you were saying it's a very twisty turny book um and a lot of unexpected things happen so yeah part of the art of discussing a thriller is not giving away any of the twists while also trying to give some idea of what's in the book so the woman outside my door is a psychological thriller about a family um, it's about a young mother called Georgina and her son Cody and Cody is seven so Cody's grandmother died recently and um, when he comes to his parents and he tells them that he has a new grandmother now an old woman who visits him and gives him sweets they assume that this is like a figment of his imagination a way of dealing with grief but then creepy stuff starts happening and the question becomes, is there a real threat? And if so, is it really an external threat or is this some kind of manifestation of the internal dynamics of the family? So, yeah, it's quite creepy. Um, it's hopefully very page-turny. And um, it was a real pleasure to uh, write. And it's lovely to hear you say that you enjoyed it so much. That's really nice. So who is Rachel Ryan? Rachel Ryan. <laughs> um, yeah, Rachel Ryan is uh, a writer from Dublin. So I'm 29, and this is my first novel. Um, and I guess when you have that kind of um, sudden overnight success, it, it it can feel like it's happened out of nowhere. I, I guess for me, I, I feel like it's happened very suddenly, but at the same time, it hasn't. I've been, you know, working towards this goal for passively my whole life since I was a little kid reading and writing all the time and very actively since my late teens so I wrote The Woman Outside My Door I wrote the first draft in my mid-twenties but I'd been I'd been pursuing writing quite seriously from yeah my late teens I started writing all the time I started putting in the hours I think you know about the uh, the 10,000 hours that's the amount of time you have to put in to become an expert in something Mm -hmm. arbitrary number but the idea that you know you have to put in this huge amount of time um to become really good at something I think I kind of put that time in in like my late teens my early 20s I studied English at college and throughout my 20s I like worked day jobs and I would come home and write at night and uh 
yeah, so The Woman Outside My Door is my first published novel, but there's a, a, like this long history of working really hard towards that goal. And, yeah. When you say you put in the 10,000 hours, I, I assume that you have short stories previously that you would have worked on and other writings, and had you got those published? I hadn't. I was completely unpublished until I was 28, which is, I guess, kind of funny when you write as much as I did. Mm-hmm. But I, I was less interested in sending my work out. I, I, I almost didn't send anything out until, yeah, until my mid to late 20s. And I, I was more interested in I'm like at my laptop trying to figure out how to tell the stories. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's unusual. I didn't even really like showing people my work. I, I didn't even really like showing my friends and my family my work in my early 20s. Um, I, it, I was really just putting in this time at home in front of my laptop, just trying to figure out how to get the stories in my head onto the page in a coherent way. And, uh, yeah, I wrote essays. I wrote stories. I wrote terrible manuscripts. Um, I wrote bad poetry. I wrote everything. I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote. And then kind of towards my late 20s, I was like, okay, I think this is the right standard. Yeah. So when or where or what would have been the spark then? If you were saying you were doing this from a young age, what triggered you to want to be creatively writing? It was it was a part of how I interacted with the world from the age of about six or seven, I think. I I grew up around books, like my house was full of books and I was always reading. Um, and from a really young age, I, I started having stories in my head, very, very vivid stories in my head. And I spent a lot of time kind of in that part of my brain. And, um, like, I have copy books from when I was in primary school with mm-hmm. novels in them, novels in the inverted comics. Chapters and chapters and chapters of these stories that I made up with magical creatures and characters and they're you know, relatively coherently written. And uh, so, like, from a really young age, it was just, it, it was, it came very naturally to me. I just did it without even really thinking about it. Um, and I just kept doing it. And um, I guess the point came where I was like, right, if, if I want to make this my career, I need to um, make sure that I finish stories instead of just starting them. <laughs> but, um yeah, I just did it naturally from a really young age. I just loved writing. and uh, Yeah, because yeah. the reason I'm asking is my grandchildren are in that age group at the moment. <laughs> and, you know, I, I see the creative mind at work in, in mm-hmm. many ways. <clears throat> and it's a natural part of a child <laughs> process is this wonderful mind. And then um, life kind of can put dampers on it. So <laughs> were there writers even then that you would have zoned in on or that were influencing where your head was going? Yeah, it's really funny because, um, like, one of the questions people have been asking me a lot is, so where did, you know, what writers inspired the woman outside my door? 
and like I can hold this novel now that I've written and say, oh, well, it was inspired by, you know, amazing modern Irish writers like Liz Nugent and classic writers like Daphne du Maurier. But really, it was inspired by everything I've read since I was a little kid, you know, because that's informed how I think about story. And when I was a little kid, I loved Jacqueline Wilson, for example. Um, I was obsessed with Jacqueline Wilson. I must have read all her books. Ten times. I read all the Harry Potter books till I knew them off by heart. I read all the Philip Pullman books till I knew them off by heart. I think his Dark Materials is this amazing trilogy by Philip Pullman. And when I was um, in primary school, that was my just... I, I would have said they were my all-time favorite books when I was in primary school. And I learned so much about plot and about character development and about sentence structure and about flow from reading those children's books. Children's books are amazing. So, yeah. And then the command of language, because to write also, you have to have a real love of language and to write what you have written in order to get the nuances across, there's a need to have that love of language and the use of language. Where would you have seen that coming along or where would you have seen that grow? Yeah, I think the same place. I I, I learned it from the page. Um like from again quite a young age it wasn't just the story that entranced me it was I, I without thinking about it I was enjoying the stories in quite a technical way um, and that increased as I got older like from from a very young age I remember I remember saying to my parents oh that's a good book but it's not very well written I must have been about nine <laughs> um, so I was very aware of kind of sentence structure and uh, the, the flow of magic um that you need to pull a reader in and make them forget that they're reading. That's, that's what I am trying to do always when I'm writing a story. I want the reader to be so immersed in the story that they kind of leave their own head. And I hope that's what I've achieved with the woman outside my door, but it's, it's certainly what I was trying to do. I think the ability of words to take you on that kind of escapist journey is so amazing. Like when, when you're reading what you're actually doing is so crazy. Like, you know, you're looking at these little ink shapes on a page and they're becoming pictures in your head. Like, it's such an amazing process that we really take for granted. So for something like The Woman Outside the Door, you have this concept, and as you're putting the words on the page, is uh, I, I take it you have the picture in your head of where it starts and finishes, but as you're putting yeah. the words on the page... Is it evolving for you as the writer? Yes, definitely. So I always, when I sit down and try a story, I have um, some images and characters, and I, I think I know where it's going. Um, and I do usually follow a basic structure. For example, with The Woman Outside My Door, I knew the big twists, but I learned a lot along the way about my characters and so it's kind of a bit of both. Like I have some idea of the structure, but there's room for surprises and there's room for the story to evolve. Um, I don't want to be too, I don't want to restrict myself by thinking I know everything that's going to happen. So um, it, it, there can be a level of exploration in that process. And then when I, this is my debut novel, so I was working with these incredible editors um, and it was the first time I worked with editors in such an in-depth way. And that helped me learn as well. You know, the woman outside my door is only this, you know, stylish type page turner of a novel because I had these incredible editors helping me tease out, you know, 
the way to explore each plot line to its fullest without wasting page space. So that was an amazing process as well. I learned a lot. And when you say that, that it's a process that the reader, when we pick up the book and we turn the pages and they are page turners, we, as the reader, don't understand the process you have gone through with a team like that. <laughs> There's a perception in many ways. You sit down, you hit the keyboard, and you do numerous drafts because you, you yourself. But the outside influence is very important, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that's stage one. You sit down and you write the first draft in a big rush. I wrote, yeah, I think it was late 2017, I wrote the first draft of one outside my door. And then what I do is I put it aside. Whatever I've finished, I put it aside for a couple of months. And then I can kind of come back to it with fresh eyes. And then you write and like edit that and turn it into a second draft that maybe makes more sense. And then a third and a fourth one. And then your editors help you. So that's been my experience with this book. So, yeah, I think easy reading, enjoyable reading that comes really naturally is very hard writing. Like It's a lot of make it seem so effortless for the story to flow in that way. So, Rachel, when you were in secondary school, were you a geek or considered considered a geek? (laughs) Um, No, not really. (laughs) Um, I was such a bookworm. Funny. Yeah, I, you were a bookworm. Such a bookworm, but um, I wasn't very... Uh, I, I, it was so important to me, wanting to be a writer. It was such an important dream that I didn't kind of go around telling everyone about it. Okay. Um, it was... I, I, I worked very hard on it, and I told my best friends about it, and they were very supportive. And one of my best friends who I was in secondary school with, she gets a mention in the acknowledgements, which she really deserves. Um, so... But it it wasn't it, it was it was quite a private thing at the same time, um, oh. and uh, yeah, no, I was I was kind of as a teenager I was a bold teenager, <laughs> like I was a handful. But even then, I was still, you know, very dedicated to writing all the time. Like I I would I I would go partying at the weekend, and then after school, after I did my homework, I'd be right typing. Well, no, sorry, scribbling away because it was I didn't even have a computer then; it was pen and paper. But yeah, even rebellious teenager phase, I was very dedicated to trying to write things and trying to get it right on the page. Yeah. So, given that you were saying this, uh, 2017, and we're now in 2020. This Mm -hmm. has been an unusual 2020 in more ways than one for you because this has hit the shelves. But it's also been a time where for someone who with a creative mind who is potentially writing, uh, it's giving you time to isolate and write. Have you been writing since Mm -hmm. COVID? It's been difficult. I think that for me... um a lot of what helps me to be creative is being out in the world and uh, having that stimulus of um, meeting people and interacting with people. Um, I'm quite an outgoing person. Um, normally, I'm very involved in, like, I love going to gigs, I love going to festivals, I love engaging in the arts in Dublin in a very, like, face-to-face way, and I really miss all of that. So I think my creativity has suffered a little bit as a result of that. But I've been trying to feed my um, kind of inner self by reading more, ordering a lot of books, um, listening to a lot of music, 
trying to utilize what I have at home with my mm-hmm. computer with the ability to order um, mm-hmm. and trying to support um, independent bookshops at the same time, like Kenny's Bookshop and Alan Hannah's and trying to, yeah, just plugging those. But yeah, it's been, um, it's been difficult, but I am writing and hopefully the story that I'm working on now will become my second novel, Touchwood. I hope so anyway. The other thing that I think is a phenomenal achievement is that you're picked up by Simon & Schuster on a first novel. And um, that is a remarkable achievement. Any idea how you came to their attention? That I think a lot of the credit for that must go to my agent. Um, okay. to amazing. So she picked me up off the slush pile. It's like every writer's wildest dreams. I was unpublished. I had no contacts in the literary world. I didn't know anyone. Um, I, you know, my parents were not involved in the arts in any way, so they were so supportive of me. But um, I really, I had to kind of figure out a lot of stuff for myself and kind of learn this slow way. So my agent picked me up, and she just believed in me straight away. Um, Yeah, like everything changed overnight. She was like, you've got something, I believe in you, and we can sell this book. And um, I had to just pinch myself over and over again, and it happened. She sold the book to Simon & Schuster. So, yeah, my agent is Marianne Gunn O'Connor, and um, she's a very impressive woman. So, yeah. And as I said at the very beginning, it is a fantastic page turner, and we are coming up to Christmas, and you are suggesting and recommending that independent bookstores are a tremendous source for where people can get their hands on their books. So this, I can tell you, would make a fantastic Christmas gift. So if somebody wants to send this as a Christmas gift to somebody, how can they go about it? Well, my publishers are telling me that it's available in independent bookstores all over Canada. Okay. And also available from Indigo. Um, so, yeah, I think it would be a good Christmassy book. You've read it. It's set in winter in Dublin, so it has that Christmassy, icy feel. Well, it's a bit spooky maybe for a Christmassy book, but it's definitely wintry, and if there's someone in your life who likes page turnery thrillers, <laughs> I think they and and if anybody wants to find out a little bit more about you, where can they find you? You are on you're, you're on Facebook, Twitter, or where where? Yeah, I'm on Facebook at Rachel Ryan Writer. I'm on Twitter at Rachel Ryan Books, and I'm most active on Instagram. So again, that's Rachel Ryan Writer at Instagram. Um, I'm trying to stay off Twitter at the moment because the news is so depressing, <laughs> and I if I go on Twitter, I can fall down a Twitter hole for hours. So I'm mostly on Instagram, which is a platform I find a little bit more positive than the others. So, yeah, I would love people would find me and chat to me over there. That'd be great. Rachel, it's been a real pleasure having a chat with you, and I'm looking forward to book number two. Thank you so much, Austin.